So I will continue my message on dispositions of power. How we position ourselves for the supernatural to work. Last week we talked about the thoughts. Those thoughts. <laughs> uh, they come. Sometimes they come as fiery darts. Many people have a prophet liar on their shoulder. He's always beating you down, telling you you are not good enough, or somebody's better than you. Somebody else is happier than you. These ones are born with a silver spoon in their mouth. And the person you're talking about think they're the black sheep of their family because somebody's lying to everybody. So, I know that room was not built in a day. Even though I said I will be looking for you all to show up, filled with joy and talking in tongues and all of that. How well did you do? Were you able to avoid strife at home for one week? Oh, I'm encouraged. Hey, I got enough good amens. Hallelujah! I celebrate that one. At least I didn't say that and I got, how many days did you last? Two days. <laughs> one day. All right. So, I'll read the text from last week again before I move into this one. Philippians 4, once again. Everything is Philippians these days. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. And I said last week, when we look at the vetting the Holy Spirit has given, the standard. You see that a whole lot of thoughts that have been in your life all these years do not deserve your mind. I've often wondered how we can serve the one and only true God and have the Holy Spirit by whom he created the worlds in us. And it says that the wisdom of God discovers weighty inventions. Yet very little has been discovered by believers. Remember the epic prophecy that Kenneth Copeland gave in the 80s at Omni. And he said that God said he held the knowledge of the computer waiting on any son or daughter of his. And he couldn't find one. And he finally gave it to children of the devil. Because the earth has to, the world has to continue to move according to prophecy. And without a computer, 
Antichrist cannot do anything. How can we have the Holy Ghost and the wisdom of God? And yet we're so bereft of wisdom. We're not inventing things. We're not rich. What's wrong? Satan is busy hounding your thoughts so you cannot create. Now, don't stone me, ladies. Sometimes I have wondered how you ladies live. And sometimes, that's why I said don't stone me, I've wondered if you are going to make the rapture. I'm with the elders here, so you can't hear me. Why will I say that? Because Satan is so busy hounding you with all these thoughts. Even when you come to church, he's pointing out this to you. Look at that. Mm, mm. And then some of you will not let your husband rest. Do you see that? Leave the man alone. He's worshiping. Okay. Don't stone me. I've wondered. Don't you see that it's Satan pointing out this? He is imitating the revelations of the spirit. So you, you think that you have a spirit of discernment, which doesn't exist. What you have is a demonic accompaniment. Pointing out everything. You come to a house like this filled with glory, but he has to find something wrong. Like one woman told me, one lady told me some years ago. He said, something got to be wrong somewhere. Candy is perfect. <laughs> yeah. So every Sunday you come, the glory is moving. Eh? Something got to be wrong somewhere. I said, you need to find another church. <laughs> Leave me. So since the blessing is not good enough for you, because you are busy trying to find something wrong. Hmm? Amen. Hallelujah. I won't further into some of the other things she Hallelujah. said. We were in front of the church. I said, you see where this car is? Point it going this way. And never return. <laughs> the enemy is constantly harassing your thoughts because he knows that if you're positioned correctly here, your spirit man is already perfect. It's your mind that they are working on. Hallelujah. Your mind that needs to be renewed. Hallelujah. And I'm encouraged preaching these messages. Why? Because I see that behind it, it is God saying, I want to bless you. I want to help you. I want to get you to your destiny. But I can't get you there with your head messed up. Watch. Are you ready? The same way God had to deliver me. And I went from being African mm. Hmm? Mm -hmm. to being a son of God. Amen. So much you go from being black Amen. to being a son of God. Amen. Because everything comes from within. 
You don't know that how people respond to you is coming from within you. <clears throat> Why will I walk into an airport and this white man walks up to me and said, sir, what are you doing? I said, we are raising altars at all state capitals in this country to take America back for God. He opened his hands and grabbed me and hugged me. At that moment, there was no white or black. It was two sons of God. Well, he didn't stop there. He said, hey, we have ice cream of all flavors back there. Y'all can eat as much as you want. And we got into another airport. I don't know what I did or didn't do. And the guy cooking lunch gave us all our food for free based on me. He said, I watched you. Hallelujah. At that point, there was no black or white. It was son, a son of God on the scene. And a white guy can cook lunch for free for black folks in America. When you understand that text, you will see that you will disallow a whole lot of thoughts that have raged through your mind all these years. All these years. All these years. And you change things. Oh, thank you, Lord. Look at what he just said to me. He says, if you have done this good in this measure that you have accomplished things and, and done well with all this junk in your head, can you imagine what will happen to you if you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. That was a bullet from heaven. Hmm? With all the junk in your mind, yet you've, you've, you've done okay. But what will happen if you start thinking like the son of God, prophesying to yourself, declaring the works of God, Praising God, believing God, declaring His miracles. Amen. The wars that had raged through the years between me and Satan, he was doing everything to beat me in the ground. And I refuse. And up till tomorrow, I am still refusing. He says ugly things to me. I tell these things so many of you will get up like Abraham and chase the birds off your mind. Huh? 
He's constantly saying things to me. The other day he said to me, look at you, apostle. Look at this little church. You haven't been able to fill it up in 21 years. I said, but I've gotten everything I need to get done, done. I said, which miracle is bigger? Hallelujah. My mama didn't raise any fool. I know how to come back. Hallelujah. I said, which miracle is bigger? I'm doing with 300. What people can do with 2,000. I'm flying a private jet with 300. And people with 5,000 are asking, give all we are going under. Mm. I said, which ministry? Huh? Think about it. You have to know how to magnify the works of God until it drowns out the thoughts of the enemy. He came to beat me down. I roughed him up so badly. They ran for their lives. I have something to celebrate. Hallelujah. I told you at one point, the Nigerian said, I'm not Nigerian enough. Because I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I'm not, uh, no, I don't do, I'm not a politician. This is just, you got what you got. They, I was in a meeting, they asked me, so what is wrong? Why is this thing dying? Does anybody know? I didn't say anything. And they finally singled me out. He said, you are the first president. Do you know what is wrong? I said, Do you, can you handle the truth? Do you want to know? They say yes. And then I got up and told them what was wrong. And then they got mad. I said, you asked me. I was summoned to this meeting. And then the mediator, trying to make peace, said, well, you know, you know, he's not actually Nigerian, Nigerian. <laughs> okay. Then I come over to the Americans. They say I'm African. I said, well, I don't know what country that is. <laughs> Africa is a continent. I, Okay, they've taken the thing down. I would have shown you the map of Africa. I can't be from Africa. Okay, so among Nigerians, I'm not Nigerian enough. Among Americans, I'm African. I'm not American enough. That's why I said, okay, then I'm from Fayetteville. <laughs> uh, see, you see, look at Africa. All right, so I can't be from all those countries. <laughs> so how are you going to be from all of them what am I saying when I say it you think that it is funny but when the enemy is saying it to you he's telling you you don't belong anywhere I said but I belong in the kingdom of God where Jesus Christ rules and reigns. 
So if a thought does not meet this criteria, then you can't dwell on it. You're wasting power. You must get a hold of your thought life so Satan will stop lying to you. Remember, Jesus said, it's in red, Satan is the father of lies. Okay, maybe you don't understand that. He invented lying. So, whatever Satan tells you, you know that the opposite is true. He says, you know, you have an ugly nose. Don't go to the mirror and start looking at it. So, Hallelujah. my nose is fine. Watch out now, somebody's about to ask me to marry them because of my nose. You have to make, like Nigerians say, yeah, yeah. Means mate. Out of Satan. Satan uses environmental information to build a doctrinal position. What do I mean by that? You don't know that he lies and lies and lies until without knowing it, his lies creep into you. And then you start reacting like it. You start believing like it. So that when things happen, you say, didn't I tell you? Things will always go like this for you. But he's not telling you that it has been him using you to manifest all those negative things. With Satan, you are never good enough. He's lying. You're better than you think you are. Watch now. I am not trying to fluff, you know, fluff you up. I'm telling you facts and figures. Jesus says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. How can he choose junk? He chose you Amen. and ordained you yes. that you will go forth and bring forth fruit. Amen. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on it. Meditate on it. Until it becomes a reality. Ask anyone close to me. If you talk to me two seconds, I'll tell you I'm working on the stadium crusades. Amen. I'm building myself. I'm praying it. I'm worshiping God. I'm expecting it. I'm waiting on the word. Go! Hallelujah. You don't know. As I'm making my confessions, as I'm talking in tongues, the angels of God are on earth arranging everything. 
It's the angels of God that will tell people, go to that meeting. All of a sudden, people that will never dare, all of a sudden they're interested. Angels will be waving their wings and moving people that direction. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. It doesn't matter what the enemy is saying. It doesn't matter. The attacks is hauling at me. No. You don't deserve my head. I'm busy thinking about who I am in Christ. Who he has made me. The grace he has granted me. Are you ready for this? Satan is the only one that does not remember the lies he told. Because if he had remembered all that he said to me about me not amounting to anything, he would be ashamed to talk to me. But he expects me to also forget. Mm -mm. I won't forget. I won't forget. Like one of the singers told me, they watched the service last Sunday. She said she woke up. All of a sudden she felt like nobody loved her. That's a demonic entrance. She didn't want to come to church. You see, watch now. You remember at the end of that service, I made a decree against suicide. And immediately she sent that text and said, this word today was for me. God sent that message. To deliver me from the demonic forces that entered my house eh, and started beating me down. But the altar is alive. Beloved, do you recognize how much power your thought life has on your own spiritual disposition, your emotional disposition, and what actually happens in your life? I was listening to the earlier message in this series and the Holy Spirit was declaring that most times our thoughts cut the power of God off. We prevent God from flowing. Our thoughts alienate his power, his grace from working. Many times demons preoccupy you with bitterness and you are ruminating over what happened and how dared them and how bitter embittered you are, how, hey, you, you stew in these things and you, the glory is distant from you. But when you run your thoughts through this, you know, years ago, God said to me, particularly when you're upset, you should ask me, Lord, do you agree with what I'm thinking? Because that's how Satan has led so many believers astray. Something happens, you get offended, you don't allow God to approve or disapprove your thoughts. You think your own thoughts. You make your own decisions. 
And then you go out there in the wilderness of life and you wander around for years. What a sad commentary. Learn these spiritual strategies from us. They are so powerful. That's why the message is called dispositions of power. You position yourself. Hallelujah. Where the power of God flows through you. The grace of God. Amazing suddenly manifest in your life. You can see that many of you have so much to repent of. Even now, you're still thinking the wrong things. <clears throat> I know you may be hearing this after Christmas, but think about how you've processed the season. What, how many gifts I got, or did I, I didn't get gifts at all, or how tough the year was. No, thank God you made it. We had a roar in church when I was saying, listen, you're coming to the end of another year. Thank God that your name is still in the Lamb's book of life. Because the messages you're going to hear later on, Jesus said, if you overcome, eh, I will grant you to be clothed with a white raiment and I will not blot your name out of the book of life. This is one of the things the Bible calls the hope of our calling. <clears throat> we are speaking these messages to arrest Satan. He cannot win another year. He cannot steal another year from you by the thoughts in your head. No, it's time to arrest him and stop him and defeat him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Repent today. Come on, pray with me. Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me for all these wrong thinking, these negative thoughts I've had concerning, name them, concerning this situation, name it. Lord, forgive me and restore me. Let me, help me to forgive everyone and receive your grace and walk in supernatural power. I ask it in faith and I believe you heard me in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, I hope you prayed that prayer with me. Call the prayer line 770-994-3777. Don't let Satan steal the rest of this year. You can turn it around. You can change what you're thinking. Go through this text in Philippians. See if what you're thinking qualifies. Allow God to assess your thoughts. You will deliver yourself from the hand of Satan. It's a very powerful thing. Put a seed in the ground. A yang gift will be appropriate to help the voice of resurrection continue around the world. We are receiving testimony. We just received a powerful one from Dubai where somebody was going through a drive-thru and was watching the service and the person <clears throat> trying to hand them the food through the drive-thru window was amazed that somebody else knew about Apostle Cheek and the voice of resurrection. And the fellowship was so sweet and they rejoiced together. And the person is actually trying to relocate from Dubai so they can attend this church. Isn't that amazing? And here you are in Atlanta, receiving it for free. The glory moving and blessing you. Support it today, and you will see that you've done something very significant because God is determined to use this ministry to prepare the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. We love you, beloved. God bless you. Stay encouraged. Stay faithful. Keep worshiping. God has a miracle with your name on it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.